All right, Veloce, welcome back to Talking Points. Today, we're going to be talking all about Hungarian Grand Prix. And of course, I am joined, as always, by my good friend, Aldas. Aldas, you look different today. Hello, Tomo. Thank you for having me on today. Yes, I have had a growth spurt. It's finally happened for me. Puberty has hit. Uh, no, Aldas is unfortunately off six, unfortunately. Yeah, him. He's okay. You're stuck with me today. Yeah, just the two of us today. Um, also, before we get into it, little plug for the Veloce merchandise, these green jumpers particularly. Love them. White tees as well, available if you want. Link in the description below. Right, Hayden, let's crack on, mate. This is your, well, you, you've been on Talking Points in the past, but this is my race debrief debut. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> the new format. And what a race to jump on. I, I mean, Aldas is going to be guided because yeah. I think, well, first of all, for me, this is definitely the race of the season. I think oh, yeah. it's yeah. easy top three races that I've ever watched mm. kind of live in my life. Yeah. It, it was Up there with Canada 2011 for me, for, for sure. Mate, for e sure. easy. But, it, you know, started off, things started quite, you know, got the standard Mercedes Red Bull front free. Yeah. Changeable weather, mate. Came in at the right time, literally the perfect time. It basically started raining just before the start of the race. Yeah. So it was perfect. I know, because it, it was like when we started, they were saying it was going to rain for like the first third of the race and then it'd be dry mm -hmm. and then it'd be um, dry for the final. But... <laughs> You know, we're gonna we're gonna know. have to, <laughs> Hayden. We can't. You know, the, the elephant is firmly in the room. We all know who this man's favourite driver is, and alongside Valtteri Bottas, a certain Mr. Lance Stroll decided to uh... no, see. Here, listen, what happened? You didn't actually notice it, but he drove over some debris from the crash with Bottas and Norris, and then that caused him to lose control. Really. Does anyone, Does, believe that? Does anyone believe that? Does anyone believe that? <laughs> I think. Oh, no, look, let, let's get onto it. So obviously, the race started. Mm -hmm. Bottas, yep. Lando came ahead, aero, aero loss plus the rain yep. must have affected his ability to, and you know, Nico Rosberg was talking afterwards about, you know, he almost got sandwiched when yeah. Lando came across and yeah. then his mind's obviously elsewhere, didn't break in time and then went straight into This is what I love about Nico Norris. Rosberg is he gives he's such quality. an in-depth analysis mm. of recent events. So he's recently drove a car, you know, 2016 mm. was his last season. So he knows he's the last better than somebody else, not you know. You know? And he came in there and said, you know, he's just been sandwiched by two drivers. He's probably focused on that. Plus mm. Lando's, you know, he's just been sandwiched. So he's just backed out of that. And then it's into the breaking mm. zone. So there's so much going on, which is why I think it was only a five place grid penalty. I think there's a lot of people with penalties. You know, a lot of people have different opinions. Some people are like you should be race banned. You know, for me, a 10 to five place grid penalty is fine mm. for me. I think that's, you know, worthy of what the incident yeah, yeah. caused. Because you could see from, not just relative to Lando, but relative to everyone who was ahead of him, mm -hmm. Bottas broke too late. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't 100%. like Lando broke exceptionally early. No. He seemed like, from, from what I yeah. could see anyway. Um, but again, it adds to the discussion because obviously Bottas essentially, well, ended his own race, mm -hmm. ended Lando's race. I mean, ended Perez's <laughs> race. How Verstappen managed to get yeah. out of that because he took yeah. a phenomenal whack to the side and we'll talk about Max later because how he got a point is is beyond me from that race um but then of course Lance as well ended mm -hmm. his yeah, own race did. ended Charles's ended race and pretty much ended Ricardo's as well as we were talking just before this Ricardo yeah. was in second in net second place no. you know he could have been where Esteban Ocon was he could have Lance Stroll happened <laughs> yeah I mean the money man himself that's the thing I, I think again we, we've had we had this at Austria we've had this kind of at Silverstone as well and again, where we've had an incident where the outcome has been significant. So Austria, yeah. you had pushing onto the gravel, Perez yeah. falling back. It's like, should 
the outcome. You love this. You love this of an incident. Well, no, this. but I think I think it's particularly like <laughs> no, over these is. last few definitely is. three races, it's been particularly mm -hmm. like there's been big incidents every yeah. single time, and people have been you know no one's been agreeing on on the penalties. Yeah. Like, what what do you think? Like, should should outcome come into the fact like how, how much should it cut because i think it has to be considered because i think for example when you go back to austria if you're consciously pushing someone off track onto tarmac mm -hmm. when you know that they can just carry yeah, on and yeah, then yeah. that you're you're consciously making a different decision than if you're pushing someone onto gravel yeah. when you know they're going to fall back yeah. so i think it has to be considered but I'm not sure to what extent. It's one of those things, isn't it? When it comes to, we'll talk about it later, but the Vettel one, it's yeah. black and white. That's a rule. You mm. know, it's it's in or it's out. Whereas yeah, yeah, when yeah. it comes to on-track action, mm. it's everybody's got an opinion on it and it's not always going to be the same. That's mm. why I think the stewards do have such a difficult job yeah, because they have to hard time, but take it in I've isolation, it yeah. but then also remember stuff that they've done before, try and think, oh, was there one that was similar? What do we give for that one? Yeah, Is yeah, it the yeah. same? And, and they've got to do this so quickly as well. Uh, do I think the outcome or what happens, you know, yes, I think mm. it does. I've, like you say, if you go to France and you push someone out wide, it's going to be like, ah, okay, I can yeah. carry on here or I can just nip back in behind and go again on yeah. the next corner. But if you do it at Austria, you're mm. in the gravel, you can lose a second, two seconds, yeah. or maybe even a position. So yeah, of course it does. And again, and even like, not just gravel, like if there's a wall there, mm -hmm. again, you go back yeah. to, to Canada um, 2018 with Vettel and Hamilton. Like, yes. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. if there's not a wall there, then is the penalty different because obviously Lewis mm. has to get out of it to not have a crash. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's one of them that, I mean, I definitely think that from, from my understanding, it's very much like the stewards enforce penalties based on the input, not the outcome. Mm -hmm. And that's something that all the teams agreed to prior to this year. But I yeah. think it's important to be fair. I think this year of all years, to have a few of these incidents where these things can be clarified behind cl behind closed doors before we go into 2022 yeah. new regulations i think's a good thing ultimately yeah I, I think i think there needs to be like a rule book not not to say every situation but to outline some that you know if you're doing this then you're probably going to get this sort of penalty mm. if you're doing this like i mean in football you know it's it's not necessarily as black and white but you know if you go in with two feet you're going to get a red card whether or, gonna, or not you break their leg exactly yeah. you know so it needs to be sort of like, if you do this, you're going to get this sort of thing. Yeah. So then there's less arguments of the fans and the public and they understand it. Because I think that's the problem. There's a lot of confusion from mm, people. Definitely. That they're just like, especially with the better one, it's new fans coming in. It's going, how come he gets disqualified? But yeah, yeah, he yeah. ruined four people's races and he get, only gets a five place grid penalty. Mm. And it's kind of like, you know, Whereas us older fans, we might know a bit more. If you if you know that rule of the fuel yeah. one, we know it. So we're just like, okay, fair enough. Like as much as we don't like it, that's how it is. It is but it with is, the yeah. with the other ones, it's yeah, it, yeah. we're still in the dark. We're still like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we can debate. We did it in Silverstone yeah. when it was the Hamilton one. It was like, right, how many seconds of penalty is mm. going to get here? It, 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 again, it's it's such a nuanced thing. You're never going to get a black. And look, it's it's sport, and sport is very mm. human. As as much the drivers are very human, but also the the penalties that are applied. Again, this the whole conversation around VAR in football. It's like, is it making it too kind of? Is it taking it to like? Imagine you had some kind of system. I guess we do with track limits. Yeah. Um, but I think track limits is fair because I'm as far as I'm concerned, just. Just don't go off the track then. Yeah, stay uh, within the white line. Yeah, that should be the rule. Come on, lads. It's not hard. That's um, a debate for another yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Another time. Um, but anyway, right. So we had them two incidents at the start. Yeah. Obviously, Ocon and Vettel benefited mm. in a big way. And Rushed Lewis, it. you know what? Like after that, you, we I mean, we were just saying like, yeah. I mean, it should just be a 
pretty cushy yes. race for It looked like it. You, look, you looked from the onboard looking back yeah. and you just see the carnage happen behind him. And then the gap that he has, yeah. so it's probably just like, well, this is it in the bag. Obviously, safety car and red flag mm. came out. But if you look at where he is and the other cars around him relative yeah. to the performance, it looked like a slam dunk win. And it was funny as well because Lewis was the only person who wasn't punished for having a good qualifying Yes, because like, yes. like even or you, or uh, you know a bad race start. Well, yeah, that's well, exactly because I mean Vettel had a terrible <laughs> a terrible start, start, but it was the best thing he could have done <laughs> yeah. possibly. You know what I mean? It, Lewis was the only one who who you know he put it on pole, had a great start, and just again we thought it was just going to be slam dunk, and then race red flagged, go back out on inters. Tracks dry and Lewis doesn't come in and he's the only one. Yeah, yeah. And well, that obviously gave us that the iconic. The best thing to oh. ever happen in Formula One. Like the best thing I've ever seen. It was in genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I've never, I thought I was watching a video. Like part of me kind of want, wishes he did go into the pits because it would have been even better to see no one on the grid. But maybe it wouldn't have been. Maybe it would have been nah. better just to see Lewis Hamilton on the grid. I mean, there's so many good things. <laughs> like Lewis taking wee races one too seriously. Yeah. And there's so, <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's, it was so good. And obviously everyone lined up in the pit lane. Mm -hmm. Lewis pulled away. And obviously he realized quite quickly that yeah. they'd made a mistake. Yeah. I don't, I know Toto Wolff has said afterwards that he st stands by that decision <clears throat> mm -hmm. to stay out, but I don't understand how he can because yeah. even the worst case scenario for Lewis, because Lewis was in the first, the whole mm -hmm. reason they didn't, yep. is that he's in the first grid box when you pull into the pit yeah. lane so that he'll get caught up behind traffic. Yeah. Well, in hindsight, which they couldn't possibly have had at the time, he would have come out sixth because mm -hmm. it looked like Alonso, I think it was Alonso. Yeah left the big gap because he didn't want to get caught up behind Ocon. Yeah. So Hamilton would have slotted into that gap. But also, well, worst case, okay, Lewis comes out behind everyone else, but then he's got one additional lap to start yeah. overtaking people. And when he pitted off of his inters mm -hmm. onto slicks, he came out way behind the pack. Yeah, he was a long way behind. So I don't, I don't get it. Like, surely it was the wrong decision. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely the wrong decision. I think hindsight's a great thing i think that's why like toto should admit and say i was wrong hindsight we should have come into the pits but be going into the pits you would never have known that the gap would have been there between alonso obviously true obviously you can think about it and that's what they did alonso is going to back off so he can get the gap to Ocon, yeah, so he yeah. doesn't lose time behind him um and hold everyone else up but going into the pits one by one it's going to think oh, okay we're at the front here we're probably going to come out way down maybe not last but probably quite a bit down the field I guess with that Mercedes and driver package, maybe they feel they can take the risk. But I don't know. I feel like still mm -hmm. the worst case scenario from pitting is still better than yeah. how things transpired. Yeah. Lewis, so, Lewis actually wanted to come into the pits. I yeah. saw an interview with him. He wanted to come into mm. the pits, but the team went against him and said, no, the best thing is to stay out. Mm. And I mean, it's hard for them because as soon as they see someone pit behind them, it's like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. can't do anything. They're screwed. They've, they've got to be the one to make that decision. Everyone follows suit. Yeah, Ocon yeah. was the one who made that decision and everyone follows suit from him. Whether they made that decision because mm. of him or they already had that in mind. Because I, 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 Ocon was saying afterwards, he was feeling a bit like, no, he was like, oh God, if Lewis doesn't come in, like, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Putting yeah. it. But obviously it worked an absolute mm -hmm. treat. Yeah. We we thought briefly George got the jump on everyone. Yeah, yeah. But it was clarified when it happened. I was like, surely he's going to have to give them places yeah. back. But I Cheeky, didn't realize. Yeah, but a great idea because if you did manage to get away with it, like with the Degrassi thing in yeah, Formula yeah, E, yeah, like yeah. taking your penalty <laughs> in the pit lane. Like if it works, you have had an absolute blinder. Yeah, yeah. You smashed it. If it doesn't, fair enough. Yeah. What, what what have you lost? With with George, he didn't lose anything from mm. it. He, he might have lost maybe that first initial lap of maybe overtaking Alonso, mm. but I doubt that would have happened. So. 
Yeah, uh, that would have been a lot yeah. to ask. But it, it was because he was in the final grid spot, right? Yeah, so That's he, why. he yeah. everyone was queued up. He couldn't get into yeah, yeah, his, yeah, yeah. and he's already like alongside that position anyway. So he just saw a clear open space in front of him, just like, well, let's just give it a go. And then they told him, no, you can't actually do that. And then the, luckily the FIA were just like, just give the position oh, back yeah. rather than giving a penalty. Exactly, which is, yeah, I mean, a penalty would have been horrible like obviously yeah. there's not yeah you're right there's not what can George do in that yeah situation? it's not like there was a gap for him to go into and he ignored yeah, it and exactly. then went on it was like okay yeah. kind of because Latifi was also out of position as well yeah, like yeah, he yeah, wasn't true. actually in the what's it called the fast lane mm. or, or whatever it is um he wasn't in that he was a little bit to the right mm. because he couldn't quite get in but yeah, he yeah. fitted into that slot like he'd obviously come out in front of that car yeah. but couldn't get in again it's one of them it's, it's, it's nice like it's just a bit of common sense mm. it doesn't need to be punished it's just yeah. all right just work it out between your lads and, and and crack on with the race um but then obviously as much as some people did survive um the crashes early on mm -hmm. as in ricardo and verstappen both cars had damage yeah I'm not sure the extent of Ricardo, so I haven't seen pictures. I haven't seen pictures either, but I reckon it was quite a lot because he had an initial touch from Leclerc. Yeah. And then he had a second one as well that spun him around. Mm. So that's two big whacks, yeah, yeah, in all yeah. fairness. And that McLaren, the way it was performing, was just not where it was supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, I, I mean, mean... He got overtaken by Kimi Raikkonen at the end yeah. of Alfa Romeo, so uh, definitely got to be a lot of damage on I that don't car think, as well. I don't think you can read too much into Daniel's race performance. No. I mean, I, I think that overall throughout the season his his races have been way stronger mm -hmm. than his qualifying sessions generally he's not been a mile off in the race obviously damage whatever we couldn't see it. i'm not sure exactly how much he had but max verstappen there is no <laughs> doubting how yeah. much damage he had because not only did they slap loads of that silver tape Black on tape, the yes. that's it on the floor <laughs> bomb, um which meant you could see the damage to the floor but he had one barge board yeah literally the way the car goes in <laughs> uh where the side pod is yeah there's usually a big chunk of floor mm. there and barge boards. That was all missing. That whole right or left side, Just, I don't know which side it was, but all of it was missing. Wow, I think it was on the right. That's yeah, where he got yeah, the yeah. whack from, from Norris. But didn't that, I think that came off after he pitted Ye before the red flag. Yes. Yes, it did. Yeah. I think that flew yeah, off when he was coming out of the pits and it... Which must be so annoying. I mean, I'm sure gaffer tape wouldn't have held it on if it was... Yeah. I mean, maybe it would But the thing is, they wouldn't have fixed it during that because it was the first safety car period true. that he pitted. Yeah, And true. then that's when they did the proper... So they must have just looked at that and think, thought, okay, that we just got to get on with this. That's why the red flag was so important because it allowed so many teams to actually yeah. fix little bits. I know duct tape's not going to do a massive deal, but it's obviously going to do better, as we saw from Max Verstappen. Like, he actually did have... For the car that he was driving, mm. a really good race. He did. To come back to get and the points. still get a point, which then turned into two points. Yeah. You know, True. bang True. from him. I mean, I just... So if there'd have been an immediate red flag, because again, there was everyone mm. pitted, it took a good cup, yeah, lap and a half three, maybe. Yeah. Maybe two laps, yeah. maybe three. Um, so like if there'd have been a straight red flag, might have been able to save the barge board. Yes. Potentially. Potentially, yeah. I mean, get that flex tape on it. That can hold anything. So get that I mean, on there. Keep uh, the barge board on. It yeah. was already gone, wasn't it? So, But yeah, I think Max definitely deserves a shout because as much as he was stuck and wasn't really had some, mm. a great little battle with Schumacher, which was nice to see because yeah. we haven't seen Mick go wheel to wheel at mm. all this year. And it almost kind of leveled out them yeah. cars briefly, which is nice to see. Yeah. But yeah, I think Max... And that's the difference between being involved in a championship fight and running for yes. second place in the constructors, not fighting with Mercedes. They need that point. They need that two points. So yeah. Max had to stay out. Like it was so easy for him to be like, this car is terrible to drive. Nothing's going to happen. It's mm. coming to the points. What's the point? Coming to the pits. What's the point? Not coming to the points. Um, but he didn't. And he, he smashed it. And, it. and it could be vital at the end of the season. It if could. he wins it by one or two points, it could. you know, it could. it could come down to many different things. But today, could and be also, one of those. 
Pierre Gasly helping out the team, nicking fastest lap at the end. Mm-hmm. That went yeah. under the radar. Yeah. No one knows. There was so much going on. Literally but, last lap. Yeah. Last lap. Fair play, Pierre. <laughs> pulling, the, pulling the Red Bull flag. Um, but yeah, obviously, Lewis started at the back, moving through. Some great moves along the way. Mm-hmm. That one on Sonoda was quality. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's in the quicker car, but again, Hungary's not a track known for its overtaking. So it was, in terms no. of Lewis, the, the things that Lewis could control in that race... Yeah. He had a fantastic race, and to get back to P3 should have been P3, unfortunately, because I said it's now P2. Yeah. Um, you can't, you can't deny it. Like both Max and Lewis, actually in themselves, had mm-hmm. great races. I think, I think it showed as well that, that you can race at Hungary. Mm-hmm. Like you've got Turn One, which was probably the clearest best overtaking opportunity. But if you don't, if you get close enough but mm. aren't able to overtake, you then get that double DRS zone. Mm down into turn two. And we noticed quite a lot. It's not just obviously the last race. It's mm. over the years. Going around the outside of turn two to then get the inside mm. usually works in turn three. But if you don't get it done, you do a Lewis and you've got that run up the hill into turn four as well. And if True. you're brave enough, you can get the job done around the outside or exactly. on the inside if you do get that line. So it yeah. just goes to show that Hungary is a promising track. Mm. It's a good track. Yes, it's tight and it's twisty, but those are some good corners that you can have in a track. Yeah. You can watch a car flow through the midsection and and go through the last part of the section, Definitely, which really yeah, is yeah. an overtaken opportunity, but potential for future years. Yeah, I mean, sure. don't get me wrong. Obviously, I, I, I like Hungary as a track. I, I definitely think, obviously, the racing was, you know, improved by the fact that you had quicker cars at the back mm-hmm. and yeah. it's come through, yeah. of course. But I think it's one. I think Hungary is one of those tracks that once the new regulations come in, as long as they do what they yes. should do, yeah. which I've got no doubt they will, then that should be one of those tracks that becomes, I think, a bit of a a bit of a classic because yes. we've especially had those races recently we, like, have. we have had quite a lot of good races exactly. at Hungary so and it's because the field's tighter mm. and that's the thing if the field next year or in the future of the sport because it will take a few years I think for everyone to get on top of the new regula- mm-hmm. regulations if that that can make the field tighter plus the the ground effect aero I think that's going to make a world of difference moving yeah. forward um, but yeah obviously Lewis was making moves left right and centre very impressive until <laughs> he came across the Ministry of Defence for Spain. I saw someone modified the Wikipedia article. That was amazing. Quality. Mr. Fernando Alonso. I've already said, I've eaten my humble pie. I was so wrong about Fernando. I was expecting <laughs> a mediocre Alonso coming into this season. I wasn't expecting him to be, because, yeah, two years out of the sport, he's 40 years old. But he's been so impressive this season. And this race, not only for him, but for Esteban. Yeah. What can you say, Hayden? Well, this is why Aldas isn't actually here. It's not because he's ill. It's because Tommy wouldn't allow him to gloat in front I, I of, him of Alonso having an absolute banger of a race. We, we would have heard it. This would have been the whole talking points if it was just Aldas. But you can't fault Alonso. He did absolutely so nothing good. wrong. And they said it on the radio to Ocon after, you know, the reason you won is because of Alonso's defense. And it's true. Like, Ocon can't say... You know, no, it was all down to my driving. Sometimes you got to take that and be like, Do you know what? He played an absolute blinder. Pivotal part. It, 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 obviously, it's a difficult track to overtake, but when you've got that faster car, there were plenty of opportunities for Lewis. And uh, Sonoda backed off, yeah, let him yeah. through, but Alonso was not playing ball. And he and he Whoa. done it fantastically. Like yeah. There was only one little bit of contact, but it was very marginal, yeah. a little bit of tie rubbing. So no yeah, problem yeah. with that. Just so. about 
enough space. Yeah, as Lewis said on his uh, on his stories after, like yeah, yeah. it was on the limit. Yeah, yeah, but he said he wouldn't have it any other yeah, way. Yeah, and at yeah. the time, obviously, he's going to complain because everyone does. It's sport. Everyone's yeah. going to complain. About you're trying something. to get those advantages. Exactly. Yeah, of but it was on the limit, and I think it was absolutely brilliant. I mean, again, like the fact that Lewis came from what P14 mm. um, at the restart, and then that was. I think Fernando was running P5. He was P6 yes. at that time. Yes, yes. Um, so he'd overtaken plenty of other cars. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like he hadn't made any overtakes or races. He'd overtaken most of the field. Comes up to Fernando. And again, just the positioning, it was just perfect. And it was, it was again, come back to Austria. And I know like this is what kind of, I didn't, I don't really understand about the whole, you know, people being upset about the penalties and saying, well, we want hard racing. But yeah, hard racing is when you do give enough space, but just mm -hmm. enough space yeah. and you can carry yeah. and carry that overlaps. Whereas again, you go back to Austria, well, they were just pushing each other off mm -hmm. and then we weren't, that wasn't hard racing. That no. was just pushing people off. Yeah. So th this was like a prime example where, you know, Lewis was never fully alongside. So Fernando could close mm -hmm. that door when he needed to. And Lewis knew that and respected that. And I mean, he kept him behind for it. It was a good five, six laps, yeah, I think. at least for sure. five laps, wasn't it? And that was, we saw as soon as he was released from Carlos Sainz, he caught him up in three laps, I think yeah, it was. Yeah, so he yeah. brought on the tail two laps more and he would have got Vettel and then Ocon, yeah. I think. I think he would have had the faster car to get past those yeah, two yeah, yeah. quite easily. And there's Vettel put up a, yeah. a, an outstanding defense. I think um, Fernando made a good point though. I, I definitely think that because typically the place where you make overtakes the mm -hmm. hungry is into turn one yeah you get the run down the straight mm -hmm. but lewis never really got a proper run on fernando down no. the straight no yes he got but like when he eventually got past fernando did kind of lock a wheel yeah that so would have been able to defend that a bit more if he hadn't but fernando was saying that he doesn't think lewis was getting a good like doing a good final sector and that was yeah helping think... him out as well <laughs> pardon me I get think, out, son. Uh, yeah alice has infected me <laughs> <laughs> uh i think the, the the last sector is quite difficult to sort of follow for sure. Yeah, yeah, You've true. got that final corner, which is like a medium speed corner. And mm. there's different lines through then. There's different mm. lines through turn one as well. So, you know, if you take a sort of wider cutback line to get a late apex, you're going to get a better run down the straight. I didn't see any on board, so I don't know whether he was doing that or not. But yeah. it's a difficult one in turn one for sure, unless you've got that straight line speed. Mm which I don't think they do have that advantage more. I think that a lot of the engines now are a lot closer. Yeah, Because we see we see the speed traps and we see mm. a lot of the engine suppliers being a lot closer. I mean, Honda are like mm. one of the fastest now. Yeah. Which is surprising if you go back like yeah, five yeah, years ago. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think the, um, yeah, generally the midfield, the gap between those top two teams and the midfield has closed up. I mean, the fact that, you know, Bottas is, Bottas was on, he's on a hundred and, I think he's on like 108 points at the minute. Mm -hmm. And he was on, this time last year, he was on about 170 something. Yeah. Um. You know, the fact that uh, Bottas and Perez, and obviously I know Albon and Gasly were guilty of getting caught up in the midfield all the time, but you know, and it wasn't Perez's fault this weekend, of course. Um. But again, the fact that over the course of the season, I think that, you know, those second Mercedes, that second Mercedes, the second Red Bull have, you know, Lando still ahead of them. Yeah. And, and that I, I think overall those gaps yeah. have closed up. What it could come down to in the constructors championship in the end, it could be all even between Lewis and, yeah, and Verstappen. It could come I mean. down to who is the better second driver. Yeah, yeah, literally, because I mean Mercedes are just about ahead. Uh, I think yeah, again, ten the, points now. I think it is, or maybe a yeah. bit more because of the penalty. The I gap, think, the gap between Bottas and Perez is pretty much the same as the gap between Hamilton. There's only a few points yeah, difference. I think, I think. What's it now between Hamilton and Verstappen? It's like. Uh, I think much. it's 10. I think it's 10 now. Yeah, it might be. I think, like I think it might be 10 points Which now, is still like halfway through the season. It's still... Hamilton caught up 30 points in two races. Yeah, like, you know. Exactly. 
But obviously, you know, Hamilton benefited. We'll talk about um, Vettel's disqualification at the end. But mm-hmm. obviously, <laughs> let's now talk about the highlight of my day. Esteban Ocon winning. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I never knew you were so passionate about Esteban Ocon until he ruptured my eardrum. If you haven't watched Backseat Driver, go check it out. At the end. <laughs> Someone made a great meme as well saying it's like when you walk into school and your teacher says you're watching a film today and you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> absolutely amazing i was deaf for a day but uh you know what like okay so obviously i i've you know this season i've become you know esteban ocon stolen my heart this year for sure like him lando and daniel are for sure my like my three mm. top drivers in f1 right now and i i think it, it's it's numerous factors it's the fact that he had them four really poor races on the row in the row and and Started the season well, and there were like people were doing, oh, onto Mercedes maybe, and then all of a sudden, yeah, there's a few poor races, and everyone's like, oh, he's in the mud, he's terrible, and it just kind of like, obviously, you know, being an Alex fan and a West Ham fan, I, I know the struggle, and that kind of that draws me in the struggle, yeah, and the fact that you know, also the fact that he was leading from so early on. You know, it almost like that pressure. I was just yeah. getting more. Well, you can. I should feel the pressure. I was getting more and more stressed the whole time <laughs> he was in the lead, and obviously the pit stops. That all arguably yeah. should have jumped him. Should have jumped him. The undercut was him. so powerful mm. at that track. We saw it from so many different drivers, yeah, yeah. and it was just that one second that they lost. It was exactly one second, I think, mm. between the two pit stops. That's what cost him because he came out right behind him, and he was right on his yeah, tail. Yeah, yeah. He did have a chance to go for the overtake on the fresher tires, but just Ocon just couldn't quite make it. it. Fantastic. Ocon didn't make a mistake on that outlap as well. He mm. nailed the outlap yep. that his, his engineer said, you know, outlap critical. And yep. he nailed it and stayed ahead. And again, I, you know, talk driver of the day and I get why people vote for Fernando. Like it was a phenomenal drive. I think, mm. you know, if, if you take away the driver's names and their experience and just look at them as, as you know, faceless beings, I think Fernando <laughs> had the best race. But... But Esteban Ocon, four times world champion, mm-hmm. right up his chuff. Yeah. But the whole race didn't make a single mistake. Mm-hmm. His first win in Formula One. Vettel was, you know, Vettel said himself he felt he had the quicker car. He just wasn't able to get it done. Yeah. It was so, like, he smashed it. Mm-hmm. That new chassis has sorted him right out, hasn't <laughs> it? Because he had a, you know, a lot of those issues, it seemed to have been down to a chassis issue he was having. It's no coincidence that since he changed it, he got his P9 at Silverstone, which mm-hmm. was a great result. Um, and obviously fortuitous, as was everyone who didn't get caught up in the crash. But you got to take these you opportunities need luck sometimes. When you need luck in Formula 1. Like, of course you do. <laughs> you look at Gasly yeah. in Monza, all down to like with that red flag coming yeah, out at yeah. the perfect time, putting everyone to the back. You know, That's what you need mm. in Formula 1. He got it. And this could be great for Alpine, to be honest, going forward. It could. So I mean, they've jumped up see. to P5. Yes. In the construction. 37 points, I think, total they gained. Aston yes. Martin gained none. And then Gazi and Snowden were sixth and seventh with the fastest lap. So, yeah, Aston, I think, dropped all the way down to seventh. They sort of like flipped, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually. Which, I mean, obviously, the reason they dropped is, you know, Seb. <laughs> Should have been P2. Should have been. Great race. Yeah. But no, the thing you, you said about, you know, driver of the day, and there could have been so many different shouts. Yeah. I don't think I remember a race where. I didn't have a clue who to give driver of the day to mm. because everyone, you know, you've got Ocon, fantastic defense, Hamilton coming back through the field, Verstappen driving with half a car yeah. and still getting into the points. Then you have uh, Alonso as well is defending. Science did a blinder Science, too. Yeah. You know, everyone did such Mick Schumacher did a great job defending against Max Verstappen. Like I know yeah. he did have half a car, but 
the Haas is also yeah. half a car. So, <laughs> you know. Facts. Facts. And also, Gasly as well. I mean, Gasly, Ga- as well. Gasly was the only person to get caught up in that first lap incident. So unlucky. Who wasn't hit because he was on the outside. Yeah. He fell back to like P12. Yeah. Came back to like P6 and got fastest lap in the end. So he got big points as mm. well because yeah. obviously he benefited from, as did everyone from Vettel's disqualification. But yeah, I mean, obviously the penalty, we, we've mentioned it briefly. I mean, it's just one of them penalties that yeah, they they're the rules. If you can't yeah. extract a liter of fuel for a sample at the end of the race, it's been like that for a long time. And I know what Mark Safnau has, has said. You know, it's 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 one of these prehistoric rules, and why should they need to extract a liter? I mean, I get it. Like you, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna talk about it unless it negatively affects you, are you? Yeah. But at the same time, like you know, Aston have appealed, but officially Vettel is disqualified. Yeah. Well, they've appealed because they they say that there was like what there was like 1.4 liters yeah. in there. So I guess they're still just trying to scrape the barrel mm. and get that out. But it's one of those black and white rules. At the end of the day, it's there because you could. I don't know whether fuel actually does affect or make you faster or, or anything like that. But you could put in illegal fuel into your car and then burn it all off and be like, oh well, sorry, I guess you can't have any, so you can't test whether it's illegal or not. Yeah. So they can't do that. So that's the whole reason why that's there. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. people can't be running illegal. Parts yeah, on their cars, so it sure. needs to be checked. Exactly. Yeah, it, it, it and needs it's for to be everyone. Checked. You it, know, it's not like it's it's just for exactly. them. It's for everyone. Everybody knows this. That's why uh, you saw the two Williams parking up because I think a lot of people quite low on fuel. Yeah. At the end of this race, at the end of the race, you had George and Latifi both park up before Esteban parked up obviously at the end of the pit lane. He didn't do another lap. Well, he because, did. He did a whole extra lap. <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't. He didn't do that extra <laughs> no, lap. No, exactly. Because otherwise, he would have burned his fuel. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. would have also been disqualified. So potentially, you know, it's yeah. one of those things that everybody knows. Unfortunately, it, whether that 1.4 yeah. liters is actually in the car and they are able to ex- extract it, I guess that's what we're waiting for the appeal to find out. Well, that's out. the thing, because my understanding is that, again, Aston Martin, all of their details, all their information suggests that there should still be mm-hmm. 1.41 liters or whatever left in the car, but they tried to extract it, only got 300 mil out. Like, if they can prove it, I mean, I feel like that should disqualification should be overturned yeah but again it's like but then then it's just like they still need to test that fuel so it's like they need to have somebody i guess that car would be on lockdown no one's allowed to touch it Mm. and then they need someone there from the fia from like scrutineering team Mm. to be watching over that and being like okay pull that fuel out now rather than Definitely, you know, them yeah, just yeah. pulling it out and be like, look, here it is. Yeah. Showing them and be like, there was fuel there. There was five liters the whole time. <laughs> just do a little switch. <laughs> yeah. Switch your no, because that's a, I mean it's worth Aston going for it, because that's 18 points. Oh, yeah, of course it is. That they're missing out on potentially. So it's it's worth them trying. Um and again, it's one of them that, you know, we, we, there's going to be discussion around is this rule fair? Should it be a whole liter? Because sh- I mean, surely they don't why don't they? I mean, 300 mil is still a good amount. Surely yeah, enough to check. Um, but again, it's it's the rule, and that's is what it is. But I did I did some maths last night because I was trying to work <laughs> out if Sebastian did burn, it would be seven hundred mil too much fuel mm-hmm. because there was only three hundred in the car. Yep. Apparently, so seven hundred mil is about half a percent of the fuel tank's capacity, approximately. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, if he's if he's used that much more fuel over the course of a race distance. I mean, that is significant if he has used that extra bit yeah. of fuel because I I don't play the F1 game, but rich fuel mixture. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. You know. Makes you go quicker. You, yeah. know, you use more fuel. It makes you, you're burning. It makes the engine go quicker. Yeah. And therefore, you go quicker. Exactly. But I'm, I, I just, I'm just, I'm just interested to see why, you know, it's either Aston Martin's like tools are broken mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, 
yeah. what, what it's the number that it says on their readouts. You know, a, there's a pump broken. Yeah. Or he did actually use too much fuel. And yeah. in, in that case, if he did actually use too much, then it, you can't really argue with it. No, you can't. And it's, it is one of those things that we all... I think everybody sucks, watching like, is just like, they wanted Vettel on the podium. It's such it. a great story of him leaving yeah. Ferrari and doing so well at Aston. Mm. But at the end of the day, the rules are the rules. It's in black and white. It's not just like, yeah, okay, you're under fuel, but we all like you, so we're still keep keep your position it's just unfortunately not how it works it's true and and also like Seb is in a I mean this time last year he only had I think 17 points is mm -hmm. even with this disqualification he's in a better place I think yeah. regardless like you know Seb fans I think we're seeing promising signs now going into this year I wasn't especially after those first four races where he was out of the points every race behind Stroll in three or four races mm -hmm. I was I, I wanted to see that old Seb back again, but yeah. I wasn't expecting it. And then after Monaco, things just seem to have clicked. Yeah, I think there's still a, a bit of time place. to wait and see and see, like find out what is still there. How mm. good is he still? Yeah. Obviously that will come with a better car. Mm. Um, but for now, doing a fantastic job. Can't force him. He's obviously doing better than Lance Stroll. Lance has had a few issues. Yeah. You yeah. know, he's had unlucky races, but of course you can't say that this last race was Definitely. unlucky. It was his fault Definitely. Of, of the crash. Again, I, I think like Fernando, there's been a, you know, a steady progression. Yes. Um, in both yeah. Seb and Fernando. I and it, I think Stroll is, I don't think you can match them, him and Ocon directly, no. but it's, you know, it's like that. It's, yeah. it's up and down throughout the season. They yeah, are still young drivers. You true. know, We've got they, a way to go. Exactly. Alonso and Vettel have heaps of experience. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they've moved teams before, so they know how it is Been to there. get a team running and get a team listening to, yeah. basically, because that's the difficulty, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. Been there, done that, got to. the T-shirt. Um, but anyway, right, let's quickly go through the head-to-heads now. This is the section of the show, Hayden, where okay. we look at every single team and we decide which driver came out on top over this weekend. We'll start with Mercedes be quite easy because a lot of the teams only had like one driver finish true <laughs> true because old habits die hard mercedes who had the better race how on a bias hayden i don't know this is a difficult one actually i don't like being put on the spot you put me on the spot right here <laughs> i mean it's a pretty easy decision it's obviously hamilton obviously slam dunk. he completed yep. he completed a lap yep. so that's good that's managed good to put it on pole recover from bottom back mm -hmm. to p3 yep technically p2 now and but in contention for driver of the day yeah. for sure like a top okay. performance yeah from Lewis 100%, 100% you you can't argue um red bull um max i mean, happened, I mean it's got to be yeah, max and obviously Perez was out max outperformed him in qualifying uh and drove with half a car in the race yeah like, unfortunately it's one of those things where same with bottas you you can't see what could have happened mm. so maybe yeah. in the race had it but what could know, have been it's true. And buts. it's true. It's true. A lot of it's and buts around. I mean, I think, again, Sergio was unlucky in qualifying to mm -hmm. miss out on his second lap. Yeah. But at the same time, kind of, you know, still half a second behind Verstappen in qualifying. Yeah. I still think there's more to it. The fact that you've got, you know, three drivers, three drivers that yeah. have consistently, yeah. you know, Sergio's average is almost half a second behind Max in qualifying. He's not a half a second behind Max in he's qualifying not, driver. He's no slouch. You've seen we've seen him in Racing Point and um, Force yeah. India. I almost forgot it was called Force. And India. and I do feel like this to an extent extent exonerates some of the not all but some of the bad performances from Pierre and Alex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at look at look at Gazi now in Alphatari. Yeah. So and look at Perez last year. Yeah. We we know these are proven entities, and they were both miles off Max in qualifying. So mm -hmm. I I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, but anyway, 
Next team, we'll go McLaren. McLaren. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Lando's both had Lando great start. Lando great start, Daniel great qualifying. qualifying. Yeah, Ricardo just again from that damage from the Lance Stroll crash. It's yeah, he didn't get to show what he could have done, what could have been for Ricardo. But then again, Norris got hit by Bottas, couldn't show. It's a difficult one. I think if we've got to pick between quality. the two, I've got to pick Lando. Same. Unfortunately, we've got to go from quality. Like producer Matt's not very happy. Yeah, producer Matt is not but happy. But I'm sorry, like when they were head to heads, you know, Lando yeah, had a better yeah, start. Exactly. Actually, no, Daniel had a great start Dude, to the did. race. He had a great start around the outside. But, but Lando I mean, would have been third. Yeah, it's... We can't really judge them. It's, it's hard to judge, but if we're going to have to do it, it's going to have to be qualifying, qualifying, unfortunately, yeah. because they both got smashed out on turn one. It's fuming. Yeah, he's Matt absolutely fuming. fuming. Absolutely but fuming. Ricardo had a solid... Yeah, I'm not holding it against... One straight. Yeah. We, <laughs> <laughs> no, again, damage, you know... He, yeah. He, he, he After that, he couldn't show what he, what he is capable of. If it of. wasn't for your boy, then his boy would have been... Whose boy? <laughs> <laughs> Would have been flying. Um, all right, Ferrari, Carlos, Again. Charles. I mean, yes, Charles did get knocked out, but and uh, Carlos binned it in qualifying. Binned in qualifying, but Carlos great had a race. great race. Great start from Carlos. Yeah, to get up into fourth, um, and then was just sort of solid. I don't think there was much great from him though. Was uh, ignoring the team orders for him to come into the pits. Because he that. told them to be patient yep. and it worked out because he could have pitted yep. at the same yeah, yeah, time, yeah. would have come out around where Yuki was still yep. because Latifi jumped. So then he would have come in straight after Yuki, yeah, yeah. which meant he would have still been behind Yuki, but maybe would have jumped Latifi yeah, yeah, or maybe yeah. would have still been behind Latifi. So it would have just been a bad choice overall. So best choice and it got him the podium. Good shout. I think Carlos so, Carl yeah. got to take that. Um, okay. Aston Martin. Another team with only one driver, Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> it's quite an easy one. Did better than him in Lance Stroll in qualifying. Pain. The pain on Hayden's the face. The pain in my face. Oh, I had so much promise going into the race because he was starting 12 and I was like, fresh tyres. Then True. the rain comes yeah. down. I'm like, well, Lance is usually really good in the rain. Yeah. Not today. Not today. Didn't uh, have his week of bix that Didn't morning. have his week no. of bix so, Great yeah. drive from Sebastian Seb. Vettel. Hey, it's, it's but they both got zero points. So, I mean. All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Um, Alpha Tauri. Whoa. Hang on a minute. Is that a team with two drivers to finish? I know. That's our first one today. Shock. Um, I mean, Sonoda in the points. Good. I mean, Gasly yeah. for sure, though. Gasly for sure. qualified. 11-0 in qualifying to Gasly. Dropped behind Sonoda after the start yep. and then got... Through no fault of his own because yeah, he then, was caught up. Yeah, yeah. And then we managed to catch him up and re overtake Yuki and beat him by somewhat. Did he pit for... He pitted for fastest lap, yeah. Did he pit for fastest and lap still and had still the gap. came out ahead of Yuki? Yeah. So that, yeah, it's slam dunk, Gasly. Yeah, so not to be hating on Snowden. His first season, it's a difficult step up from F2 to F1. I, I know, mean, but 11 nil You put a tweet out the other day that are these rookies struggling more mm. than others? Um, I feel like they might. Yeah, I, I don't know. Are. I feel like Yuki needed another season in F2 maybe because he didn't win yeah. it so he didn't have to come into F1 yeah you know no, they could have I, stuck with Kvyat if they wanted to or Albon they could have put Albon back into Alfa yeah. if they wanted to it but was, I think they just jumped the gun it maybe. was gonna, It was always going to be a risk but again I, I feel like that's you know that was the idea behind that team in the first place to give these junior yes. drivers a shot yeah. and you know Max was able to swim mm -hmm. when he was chucked in the Toro Rosso yeah. and do amazingly well and I guess you know you know Red Bull uh, Helmut Marko Christian have have big you know ambition behind mm -hmm. Sonoda there big belief in Sonoda 
Um, but yeah, I, I think it's yeah. it's been Maybe very a bit of pressure though from them from the uh, Honda. Yeah, because they're still with Honda. And yeah, yeah. Next year it, I, I think he's a diamond in the rough, but mm -hmm. he's still very very rough at the minute. It's, he's so young as well. What is but, he? Twenty? Yeah. Yeah. 21, something I mean, like that. He, so. But again, it, look at what happened to Van Dorn against Alonso mm -hmm. when he came in. Just got yeah. absolutely, and, and it's going that way so far. Gasly's very much... But I think, again, it's, it's yeah. as much a credit to Gasly being so good. <clears throat> again, you look at last season where you had... Um, sorry, season before, well, mm -hmm. obviously I know all about Alex's first thing because I know <laughs> everything about Alex's career. But when he came <laughs> in alongside Kvyat, it was, you know, it was like, it was pretty level in qualifying. Mm -hmm. And in races, it was like identical. And I think as a rookie coming in, you need to yeah. be able to showcase yeah, that podium first some of that. So he's just saying in Germany. I know. I, I I understand. I'm just I'm just trying to keep him in the conversation. To, one thing he needs to work on for for Sonoda is just not getting so aggravated so yeah, easily. Sure. His team radio at the end. He just had a solid performance. He's back in the mm. points, which is great for the team. Great for him. And it's complaining, complaining, complaining. I know that that can be good to move the team forward, but there's a good way of doing it. Yeah. And I feel like the way he's currently doing it is not the right way. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. A, I've read Button's autobiography, like his first one. He said, when he came into F1, the first couple of years, he thought, you know, I'll be fine. It's mm. all about ability. I'll be great. And he quickly realized that ability counts for a very, very small part. But being able to work on the car mm. and understand it and be able to improve it will help you massively and that's the yeah, rest yeah, of it yeah. and that's sort of something I think Yuki does need to learn I yeah because like he's already got himself in trouble a couple of times like mm -hmm. saying Pierre's car is better than his and, yeah and uh, just just yeah there's I don't want to say throwing toys out of the pram but that's just what it sounds like currently over the radio maybe that's just him maybe yeah, he's just he's, an angry but, person anyway yeah, maybe some behind some the scenes like he's that. doing a great job Juan but, Pablo Montoya loved the angry radio message and that was well <laughs> into his his yeah. career so you know I mean so, some drivers are just a bit more feisty than others but um, yeah I just think you know if he can just level it off a bit I think he'll be in a good place moving forward yeah um, Alpine I mean it's just a one, what a fair, weekend though. for Alpine first and foremost yeah. like what, insane what they need because I think there's been a bit of up and down for them over the season which of course they're being a Very midfield team it's what you're going to have um, but this season, the car was good, mm. or this race, sorry, the car was good. Uh, they both did great in qualifying, both yeah. in Q3, weren't they? True. Uh, True. And then, you know, they got lucky, but you need luck. Yeah. You need luck. Well, for anyone to win, apart from Max and Lewis, they need to be yeah, lucky. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's get on the podium a lot of the time. You yeah, need yeah, a bit yeah. of luck. Um, I mean, I've, I've got to give it to Ocon personally. I, I think it's his first race win, mm -hmm. and he held that pressure off for the whole yeah. race as, 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 Fernando, incredibly impressive, but for me, it's, when you consider the the driver, the circumstance, I think. Yeah, I yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Just like it. Alonso defending against Hamilton, great job, and they were actually side by side mm. defending. But Alonso has a lot more experience of being in that it's position. Fernando Alonso, and that's that's in a position of fighting for amazing. not even a podium, just off the podium. Yeah. Whereas Ocon's defending against another experienced driver, but for a race win, like it's so easy to get overexcited in that moment and just lose the back end from just dipping that throttle a little bit. Yeah. And losing the back end, not to the point that you're going to crash, but just so you can wiggle. And Vettel's like, oh, thank you very much, and takes that. So, yeah, I agree. Zero mistakes. SD is getting now that. It. Come on, SD, man. <laughs> um, okay, Williams. Williams. Now that they're P8 in yeah. the, in the uh, constructors, which I'm, I'm very happy about. Good to see him moving I've, back up I think up it was now. very even. Between, I mean, even though George was quicker than Latifi mm -hmm. in quali. Not by much. But not by much. Not and by Latifi much. just did a banging job. I think Latifi's I think, got I think to I'm take I'm going to have to give it to Latifi for me. The Nutella man, getting that sponsor. He needs that brand deal. <laughs> I want to see his face on a jar of Nutella. 
Um, he did a banging job. You know, again, it's it's, 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 it's it's the drive that's never been in that position on an F1 mm-hmm. grid. He's up in third, big pressure, and he was defending well. Like no one got past him until he pitted. No, nope. and then after that, he that, held that's up that when train. He dropped into the Lewis Hamilton. And I think Lewis Hamilton was the only other person to get maybe Gasly as well. But yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. remember if it was through pit stops or, or that, whether those guys got through. Mm. I, I think, that, uh, again, that's another thing. I think if Sonoda was able to clear Latifi, because Latifi was mm-hmm. one, running P3, yes. then Sonoda, then Science. If if Sonoda was able to clear Latifi, then I think Yuki could have been right up there. But again, yeah. he wasn't yeah, able yeah, to. Yeah, he could have been. Um, he could have cl- definitely, because the AlphaTauri probably had the pace to match the Alpine. Yeah, Aston, so, so they could have been definitely. for sure on yeah, the podium. Yeah, definitely. They could that could have been up there but again Latifi quality race very selfless from George as yeah. well on the radio like they're he, a team that needs points and at the end of the day he knows that it's not he he is not the star man no like even though he is but he is he doesn't want to think of himself as a star man it's like at the end of the day it's for the team and his Everyone reaction afterwards as well after the yeah. race no eye in team the tears after the race were yeah you could just show yeah. like, how that much... just shows like because i didn't see latifi cry and i'm not surprised i didn't see latifi cry because he's not been so close to points whereas george imola should mm. have got points but had the crash with bottas <laughs> and then so many occasions <laughs> so many occasions i thought you were hitting something then. it's aldas it's spreading across <laughs> to me it's just this chair um so many occasions he's been just right on the cusp whereas yeah. latifi's Never sort of been in that position, I think. Mm. He's not had a lot of 11 places. He has had some, but not as much, I think, as George. Or been running in the points as much as George. Or even in Q3. But also, George had that extra season. And George was there yeah. in 2019 when it was yeah. really bad. Yeah. Like, that was... A, it's been a long time coming. Barely met testing, mm. and now they're scoring double points. Yeah. You, can, you can get... But, but also, you know, Hayden, are they the words of a man who, you know, again... He's fully in it for the team because he knows his future is elsewhere. Well, when we come back to you, well, it won't be me, but when we come for the next race debrief in Spa, uh, we should know apparently because it's going to be true. decided in this summer break. Apparently. Whether that's going to be decided and then announced, we don't know, but we're hoping so. But well, it could just be decided and be like, yeah, but we announce it sometime down the line. Well, did you see F1 tweeted yesterday that George is doing He's testing the... Yeah. In, yeah, but maybe the that's just, that could just be them, you know, just throwing it out there, you know, being cheeky or because, you know, it's a young driver. He's, More runtime time for George? He's contracted to do that runtime and More runtime for George in yeah. the car that he's going to be racing. Or maybe that's year. Bottas being put on the naughty step. Like you took out people, you sit there and watch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no it, it, look, it is true that the reserve drive, like Albon was doing laps for Red Bull at Silverstone, which we know that they also, you know, might have reenacted a certain incident. Um, but yeah, I mean... I just think it's. I, I think. I think it's been done for a while. To be honest. Mm, yeah, um, I think so as well. I, th- I think the deal is done. Um, but yeah, great weekend for Williams and mm-hmm. Alpine. I think yes. they, those two teams really stood out, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, a team who didn't stand out. I think the team that took L of the weekend, yeah. if we were giving it to a team, was Alfa Romeo because, as much as Kimi did end up getting a point thanks to Seb's disqualification. Mm-hmm. Pretty shoddy yeah, weekends. Bad decision, I think, from the start to put Giovinazzi on the dries when it was mm. clearly wet. I mean, I said it in backseat driver, but it didn't get shown. He is Jesus. You know, he is used to walking on water, but I don't think it quite worked out for him. Um, so that was a bad decision. Already put him to the back for the start. I think Kimi was having a good race until the contact with Mazepin, and then he got the penalty. So yeah. then that dropped him back down. So that's unfortunate because that's like... Not his fault. Yeah. That's the team releasing him. But then the team did a bad release in, uh, was it practice where they yeah, released Jovanazzi to, to Stroll? So maybe, 
Yeah. And too. then Joven actually held up Gasly, I think, in quality as well. I there's just a lot of a weekend to forget for mm. them, which is unfortunate because it's a it's a weekend where so many of the lower running teams could have gained something. Exactly. Here. Williams so, capitalized and Yeah. Alpha it's one of those where it's just like, you know, on a normal race weekend they can say, you know, bad race weekend, we go next time, but this was such a great opportunity oh, yeah. to get some points. You know, Williams have got Huge. ten. We've got 10 points. Huge Alpha may have three now. I know, that's And they were ahead by two. And two for Williams on zero to two for, oh God, that's a lot of points to catch up. And yeah. now two, three to 10. I don't think they're going to bridge that gap. Mm. I, I, Unless we have another banger of a race, which could happen because the season Hopefully. has been mental. Hopefully we get another banger. Um, and then Haas, I mean, Mazepin was very unfortunate. To mm-hmm. get, uh, it wasn't his fault to get taken out. Yeah. But again, Mick... There, Mick did mess up because he didn't make qualifying. Didn't um, make qualifying. He made a mistake there. Second time in a row, he's crashed in FP3 and not made qualifying. But which... he made up for it in the race because the, he did. the defending against Max Verstappen and I that think was he was great. defending against it somebody else at some point as well. I yes. can't remember who. He was. Yeah, I can't remember who. It was the same sort was. of battle, yeah, but yeah, Max, yeah. Max got through and someone else. Yeah. But yeah, great defending from a car that is, we've seen it at Silverstone. Mm. Like You so think it's nowhere off. near... But, but that's because you see it on camera and it's yeah. like dropping off a few temps. But when you see it actually at the Grand Prix, lap yeah. after lap, it's just further and further and further away. Seeing that big plus, you know, 30, 40 mm. second number is one thing, but actually yeah. seeing the space and how quickly they get exactly. lapped is, 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 is crazy. But yeah, uh, Mick, great weekend. Mazepin, you know, unfortunate, but again, didn't really, you know, in qualifying, he was still, I think he was like a second off of Latifi. Yeah. Um, I think we've got to give it to Mick from what we yeah, saw. Yeah, 100%. Um, is that it? Is that, that is it. That is the grid. Last week, I missed Aston Martin. I'm well, we got those sorry. this time. But so we got them in early doors. So, um, Hayden, it's been a pleasure, mate. How have you enjoyed your debut appearance? I, I've enjoyed it. I don't know whether I've had Brilliant. as much insight or that radio voice as how that springs uh, or the hair. Up, but no, you know, why did you not blonde your hair today, man? Come on, next time, next, next time, time. We'll get Aldas, when he's ill again, I'll poison his food and oh, I'll dye God. my hair. No, <laughs> or Aldas, no, Aldas, get well, mate. We'll see you soon next week. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Hope you've enjoyed. Hope you've enjoyed Hayden's today. Thank you, everyone who listened, whether you've been on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you on the next one.